All right, and we're here today with our extended hustle uh, session with uh, Mr. Gerald Jones II. He is the founder of the Buy Black Podcast, and uh, we're just going to jump into some quick rapid-fire questions. Uh, my question for you, Gerald, uh, seeing that you started your own podcast, I wanted to know, uh, are there some podcasts that you listen to, and uh, what are your, I guess, two favorite podcasts right now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So my, my number one favorite podcast right now is The Read, um, hosted by uh, Kay Fury and Crystal. It is is amazing. Um, it's basically all, all kinds of black excellence over the course of a couple of hours, and it keeps it keeps my spirit moving. Um, my my second favorite podcast that I'm listening to right now has got to be The Black Entrepreneur Blueprint. It's hosted by Jay Jones. Uh, that's the podcasting got me started. He got me started with everything from starting my own first business to to starting this podcast. So Black Entrepreneur Blueprint hosted by Jay Jones. Check it out. Nice, nice, nice. Now I'm about to put you on the spot, Mr. Jones. I'm about to put you on the spot. I apologize All right. in advance. You only got one 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 slot. One 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 slot. Could you tell us, in your opinion, what has been your most important life lesson you've had so far? You know, the most important life lesson I had, um, it came internally and it was me recognizing and realizing that the mentality I had about about myself and about the black community, uh, a very negative mentality for a very long time. I was bitter about a lot of stuff, uh, realizing where that came from, where it started from and why and, and why I needed to drop that and find love for myself, find love for my community, and then stop spending my life trying to please people who don't care about me um, and start spending my life trying to help the people who have always been there for me and who always will be because we're family. Definitely agree with that one. Um, The next quick question for you is something uh, uh, we like to do on this podcast is definitely read and be inspired by books. So I definitely wanted to know uh, two books that really inspired and shaped the way you think. Oh, man. So very first thing, you've got to read The Color of Law. Um, It's a book I found not too long ago. It's uh, the unwritten history or the forgotten history of how the U.S. government segregated America. If you want to understand just why there's a wealth gap between black families and white families and why the government is actually responsible for it, you got to read that. It's called The Color of Law. Um, the the other most important book that I've read that's helped me out um, would have to be, man, I don't want to say Rich Dad, Poor Dad, because I read that a long time ago, but it, it's, a, it's a business book like it. So I will say um, The Lean Startup. That's the most recent business book that I have read that has shaped the way that I'm that I'm working every single day. So the lean startup and the color of law. Okay, okay. I want to ask, what is an interest or hobby that you have that people would probably never guess you're into? Mm, I don't know because everybody knows what I do is I play basketball in the wintertime and I play golf in the summertime. Those are my two things, so I don't really. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't have guessed either one of those, so I mean, I didn't, you answered the question for my part. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm big on golf, man. I I was a five handicap at one point, and then I deployed to Afghanistan and didn't pick up the clubs for a few years. Now I'm trying to get back. So, yep, ball in the winter, golf in the summer. 
<laughs> definitely a good plan for you, man. Um, I definitely wanted to uh, talk about your experience in the military. I'm, I'm sure you know at, you're you're in prime physical fitness. So, what's probably something that the military has shaped as far as your fitness goals? Like, what's the most push-ups, or is there something like uh, at your prime physical fitness that you were able to do that would like impress somebody? Oh man, uh, so nothing. I was I was Marine Corps Infantry for eight years, which means that I had to be in shape. Um, and yes, I could you know I could do you know twenty pull ups and all this kind of stuff, right? But honestly, I hated it. I hated running. I hated doing pull ups. I hated doing sit ups. I hated doing anything physical. I just had to do it. Uh, so when I left the Marine Corps, I'm not. I I don't do anything to stay in shape. I just I'm just <laughs> athletic. So stuff stays in its place and I can still ball with, you know, the 19, 20 year olds. But um, I'd say maybe the impressive thing is that I'm 35 and I'm still dunking on people. I could I could throw that one out there. <laughs> tell him, tell him LeBron ain't got nothing on him is what he's saying. Oh, I'm not going to say that at all. <laughs> Don't put me in that situation. No, Don't let him put know. that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to ask, I think you can tell a lot about a person by what they like and, and what they, they hold and, and, and um, revere. So I just want to ask you, top five musical artists, and it doesn't matter what music genre they're in. Okay, so my favorite artist is Most Def, period. The very best rapper has got to be Jay-Z. Um, I love uh, Corinne Bailey Ray. I can listen to her music you know, all day long. It's just, it's smooth, soothing. It's relaxing. Um, I grew up, Brian McKnight absolutely is, um, he's, he's one of my tops. And then, man, a fifth one, I got to go with Kendrick. I got to go with K-Dot, man. He, he is arguably, he, he's going to give some of these top rappers in the long run, a run for their money. The man is killing it. Yeah, man. Two of my favorites are on there. Most and, and K-Dot are, are two definitely that I have on my list for sure. Um, uh, so the next thing uh, I wanted to ask is uh, kind of being in an alternate universe. If you weren't such an inspired entrepreneur, what do you think you could see yourself doing as a professional? Uh, in an alternate universe, I would be coaching basketball, man. I would be coaching high school basketball. And I would be shaping young men's lives. My high school basketball coach to this day, I could call him. We talked about mentors. I could call Coach Fitz to this day. I've done it. And he will make time to sit on the phone and, and work me through whatever issues it is. Uh, and I, I would want to be that for young men. I would go, go back home and I would coach high school basketball and I would live the rest of my days Okay, I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely a, a alternate universe type thing, and it makes me feel sad you can't do it now. <laughs> but um, one thing I wanted to ask is, um, obviously, like you said, you have gotten many mentors. What, in your opinion, is the number one thing a good mentor should have? Um, I don't want to say patience. I would I would say a good mentor should have. Um, listening skills and not just listening on purpose, but a really good mentor can hear what it is that you're trying to say and see what it is that you're trying to accomplish and then draw those things out of you and, and help you see how you can get there. Mentors don't get you there. 
they help you see what's already inside of you that can help you get there. And so a really good mentor has got to have this this intuitive listening ability to pull out of people the things that they're saying that they don't even know they're saying. Okay. I definitely agree with that. Um, this question kind of just came to my mind and I'm not sure, you know, how knowledgeable you are on the topic. I'm sure you definitely got some opinions on it. Uh, but the debate about uh, staying in the United States as a black individual or leaving uh, the United States and going back to Africa, I wanted to know what your thoughts are on that whole situation and kind of where you stand on, on that line. My ancestors built this country. It's my country. So I feel like any black American who who is who has ancestors from America who were slaves, this nation was built by us. It's our nation and it is our job to continue to work to shape this nation into what it can be, what it should be. And I have zero desire to ever leave. Um, it's no, this is mine. And the more that we take ownership of our nation and say, you know, I don't care what the rest of this community thinks. And by the rest of this community, I mean the U.S. community. But this is our nation and we need to have pride in it and we need to reshape it in our image because we built it. So let's continue to shape it. And that is true words. At its finest right there. Well, we've kind of reached the, the near 10 minute mark. I'm just going to let it slide there because obviously we could probably go on for days and you've gotten in a, a good amount of rapid fire answers and we've got a good amount of questions until you too. So before we end, I just want to give people one more chance to learn how they can connect with you. Absolutely. So again, that email is Gerald at buyblackpodcast.com. But if you go to the Android store or the Apple store, you find Buy Black, Build the New Black Wall Street. That is my app for the podcast. And if you download that app, not only do you get all the episodes there, bonus content that I do only for the apps, but right there, there is a, a contact button. You can literally call me directly from the app. And that is phenomenal. I, there's something about the last name Jones and how not your phone number, man. It's, it's, I, it's a power in it that, that makes it successful. But, uh, Joe, we appreciate having you on today. You've been amazing once again. If you have not already, please check out his episode that released earlier in the week. Um, as always, it's been a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much.